Hello and welcome to Life Simply Better, episode 63. I'm Zoe. I hope your week is going well. I told you I wasn't going to post an episode every day and I was <laughs> very accurate in my prediction. I didn't post anything yesterday and now I'm having some internet issues, so I'm not sure if this is actually going to upload, but I'm going to record it and we will see what happens. Today, I want to talk about how to relax more often because it strikes me that in the past several episodes that I have recorded, I've talked a lot about how fantastic it is to relax and how relaxing makes everything better. And you might be wondering, how do I actually do that? How do I actually do that more of the time? And as a quick recap, uh, relaxing is awesome not just because it feels good, but also because it creates really good results. It just helps you to see things much more clearly, make better decisions, be more focused on the work that you're doing, uh, more easily connect with others, be less distracted. There are so many reasons that relaxation is really beneficial, not to mention all of the scientific articles and studies that show health benefits of relaxation and lower stress levels and things like that. So how do you actually relax more often? And one of the reasons that I chose that way of titling the episode is because I'm going to be less focused on this in this episode in terms of like in the moment that you're stressed out, how do you relax right at that moment? Because what I think we actually want to do is, um, create overall a higher level of relaxation in our lives. So we're relaxing more of the time. That doesn't mean that every time you get stressed out, you immediately know how to relax and you're relaxed 100% of the time. You're just going for overall, on average, you're generally feeling more relaxed, which has those benefits of feeling better and getting better results. And the first thing we want to clarify when we think about how to be more relaxed is what relaxation is. So relaxation is a physiological response in your body. Like it exists on a biological level. And if you have heard of the fight or flight response, which is your stress response, like when your ancestors were getting uh, chased by a cave bear, they had their fight or flight response kick in to pump adrenaline into their body and be able to run away from the cave bear or fight the cave bear. I don't think um, the cave person version of me would have done that. I would have definitely been running away or hiding behind a rock, but our fight or flight mechanism is there to do that. That's our natural physiological stress response. Well, we have a counterpart to that response, which is our physiological relaxation response. So technically to relax more of the time, all we need to do is have our physiological relaxation response active more of the time and our fight or flight stress response active less of the time. Now it gets tricky because these responses get triggered subconsciously. Like we don't decide to feel stressed out. Mm, I, I really want to feel stressed out right now. And then we get stressed out. Our stress response, our fight or flight response gets triggered 
subconsciously without our willing it. It happens uh, before thought occurs. It happens without our conscious will involved. It gets triggered reflex as a reflexive automatic response. Same thing with our relaxation response. You've probably had plenty of times where you're like, I wish I wasn't so stressed out right now. I wish I could just relax. But that doesn't mean that your relaxation response kicks in through that conscious will. Your relaxation response also gets triggered on a subconscious level. And you can also think of your relaxation response as like a safety response. Basically, when we feel safe on a subconscious level, we are relaxed when we don't feel like there's a threat. Now, what's really interesting is that in our modern world, most of us are not getting chased by cave bears on any kind of regular basis, but we still get stressed out. We still have that exact same fight or flight response kick in. But now it's happening after you see an email that stresses you out or when you have a meeting coming up that is making you nervous or when you have a fight with your partner and you get stressed about that or you go into that kind of fight or flight mode while you're arguing with them. And so we still have this response even though the response was designed millions and millions of years ago to respond to physical danger. Now we have that response, that same response still, but as a, it gets triggered by things that aren't actually literally dangerous, right? Like that email in your inbox can't literally come out of the screen and harm you, but it still triggers our stress response. So the key to being more relaxed more of the time has to be something that makes a difference at that subconscious level. Again, it's not, it's not just as simple as thinking, oh, I want to relax right now, and then suddenly you don't feel stressed out. It's, it's not that simple. I wish it were, but it's not. And I will say too, I mean, you can go to the internet and you can Google how to relax and you'll get you know, hundreds of different relaxation techniques and things that you can try. And a lot of those are great. And I recommend that you have your own library of techniques uh, that you can go to that you know do help you relax. But what I wanna talk about today uh, is a part of the process that happens even before you go to a relaxation technique or even before um, you go into some strategy like that. What I think is one of the main problems um, that keeps us in stress mode and prevents us from relaxing more of the time is that all this is happening at a subconscious level. We aren't really aware of what's going on and the nature of our stress response is to make us think that there's a problem, is to make us think that there is a threat or a problem that we urgently need to solve for. So what happens, for example, when that email comes through and you have a subconscious trigger that happens that triggers your stress response because you perceive that email is some kind of problem, your brain latches on to that 
perceived problem or perceived threat and is trying to solve for that. Now you're like stressing about the email. You're like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do about this? How do I respond? You're thinking about the things in the email and what you think is a problem or what you're worried that other people are thinking or whatever it is that's the specific stress um, that you're thinking of in that situation. And what you aren't conscious of and what you aren't keyed into is your actual stress response and the emotions you're having and what impact those are having on your thoughts. Because what happens is as soon as our stress response kicks in, the quality of our thinking changes. And all of a sudden, um, we start panicking a little bit. We start seeing things as problems that maybe aren't really problems. And we have this at least slightly distorted way of seeing things that feels, again, very urgent, um, somewhat threatening, or, or there's a problem that you urgently need to solve. And we get totally wrapped up into that. So it doesn't really matter if we know a great relaxation technique or not. We don't even get to the point where we're conscious enough of our stress to think about what might help us relax. And so one of the things that can be really helpful to do that can in the long run help you relax more often is just start to see what is really happening in those moments. So instead of seeing the email that says, you know, Carly said such and such, and um, now you're thinking, oh my gosh, that, that's such a problem. What am I going to do about this? Or Carly's mad at me, or this thing isn't going to work, or I don't have time for this. We get into this, like thinking about and focused on what we perceive as the problem circumstances that we have to deal with. Instead, you want to key into the fact that my stress response was just triggered. I am no longer relaxed, and therefore I am not at my best peak mental capacity to do any kind of problem solving or even really determine like if this is a problem. And so just by recognizing stress response versus perceived problem, you can make a huge shift in giving yourself a pathway to relax more of the time. But if you don't recognize that consciously, if you just spend the next hour feeling stressed out, you get stressed out by the email about Carly, and then you go on to the next one and your brain's already kind of in this stress loop. So then maybe that email becomes harder to deal with, or you see problems where there, there are actually solutions, but you just see the problems. You just get into this loop that's almost like this self-fulfilling prophecy of continuing to keep these problems going. And our brain is becomes our enemy in a lot of ways in this case because our brain goes into this kind of um, frantic, um, hypervigilant mode of looking for problems, of you know, assigning the worst possible scenarios to things and kind of fluttering around without really being able to focus or clearly um, see a path forward or a solution. So then we waste all of this time in our stress mode um, when we could actually be relaxed and getting things done and feeling better. 
And then we just get more behind and then we're more stressed because we're behind and it just completely becomes this cycle and kind of this, this vicious cycle in a sense. And so what you can do at any point during that cycle is just intercept it by shifting your focus from the problem that you're trying to solve or the subject of what is stressing you out to the fact that you are having a stress response and you can acknowledge that stress response. You can acknowledge that that is a negative emotion or a mood that is not helping you get to where you want to go. And what it really takes to relax more of the time is to buy into the idea that your focus should be on relaxing instead of problem solving, at least until you can get more relaxed um, so that you can be more equipped to evaluate if there is indeed a problem there and how you want to move forward with it. And that sounds simple when I say it. It sounds very simple when you're looking in from the outside, but in the moment, it is not simple because in the moment, the subject of your stress and that problem that you're perceiving feels very real. And again, it feels very urgent because the same chemicals, the same physiological response that was designed to get you up <laughs> out of your cave and run away as fast as you can and urgently address the problem of the cave bear chasing you, that same, that same physiological response is still happening with the email. So the email feels like very urgent and you need to fight it or run away from it or do something with it right away. But you don't. <laughs> That's the lie of anxiety. That's the big lie of anxiety. You don't need to do anything right that minute other than recognize you're having a stress response and um, prioritize relaxation over problem solving. Or maybe a better way to put it is to see relaxation as the first step to solving any problem. And when you can start to become more aware of that and even more importantly, start to buy into that and start to believe that maybe I should unhook myself from anxiously spinning through this topic over and over, um, even though that feels even more uncomfortable and it feels wrong, like I should be stuck on this problem trying to figure it out urgently, even though that feels really weird and wrong to do in our bodies when we do it, if we can pull back and we can shift our priority to saying, nope, actually I want to relax first, that is going to set you on the path that's going to set you on your way to being able to relax more often. And I think what I will talk about in the next episode, um, I think I can talk about how to develop your natural safety response or your natural relaxation response. So once you've recognized that you're in your stress response and that it's not so much the problem that you need to figure out right away, it's just your stress response that you need to figure out first. Then in the next episode, we can talk more about, okay, how do you actually shift into relaxation and how do you develop that natural safety response? So that is what I have to share with you today. You can do some practice even tomorrow, just recognizing when that stress response gets 
triggered and just kind of noticing how your quality of thinking changes and toying with the idea that, hey, maybe hypothetically, if I were able to relax right now, how would that change my ability to problem solve? If I could focus on shifting from my stress response to my relaxation response, how would that help me in this situation? So that's what I will leave you with today. Of course, I'm always happy to connect if you have questions about this, or if you want to talk through your specific situation, you can feel free to email me at zoe at lifesimplybetter.com. All right, I hope you have a wonderful night. I will be back in the next few days at least, not sure exactly when, if it'll be tomorrow or a few days from now. I'm, I have some different schedule things going on over the next few weeks, so we'll see. But for the next episode, we will talk more about developing your natural relaxation response. All right, everyone, take care. We will talk soon.